And welcome back as we continue on. Jimmy B and TC with you until 6 o'clock tonight. Another hour to go here on the program. Then high school baseball takes the airwaves right at 6 o'clock tonight as Carlisle faces Norwalk in our Central Iowa game of the week. But right now we're talking Major League Baseball. And joining us, you can find his work at Bleacher Report, lead baseball writer over there. It's our friend Zach Reimer. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Well, always happy to have you on the program and lots to get into here this afternoon, starting with the All-Star Game and the hand-wringing that goes on. This guy was snubbed. Blake Snell was left off. Oh, why do we have to have an All-Star from every team? You know the arguments. They come out every single year. Is there anything in particular, though, that still does bother you with the process of of the way they select the All-Star Game and, and the players that we get? Um... You know, I, I think that Chris Archer and Justin Verlander got into some interesting stuff on Twitter and talking about how the players vote for their peers earlier than they should. It's not like right up against the All-Star break where they have to like vote right then and there based on you know a, a larger sample size. And they also, I guess, do it by mail where they actually have to fill out a piece of paper and send it in, which is like, this feels a little dated, you know. Let's, let's move beyond that. But um, I should, you know, kind of contextualize every complaint I have about the All-Star Game is is that at least it doesn't count anymore. For, what, over a decade, you know, there it was, uh, you know, the the rosters were filled out via some kind of indecipherable mixture of fan voting, uh, manager voting, player voting, and he ended up with a less than 100% representation of each league's best players, and you're supposed to play in a game to decide on-field advantage in the World Series with players constantly going in and out of the lineup and on and off the mound. Um, that was stupid. So the way it is now where it's just an exhibition, I, in the end it doesn't really matter what the rosters look like anymore. It is just for fun. I'm real curious because now that it is for fun, so is the Home Run Derby. It's for fun. So now that the Cubs have Javi Baez and Kyle Schwarber in the Home Run Derby, as I check Twitter which I'm prone to do, and I see people complaining that they don't want Baez and Schwarber in the home run derby because they're going to lose their mojo. I I, I don't get this. For me, the home run derby is nothing but fun. It's men having a chance to be little boys again and have a great time and see how many balls they can hit out of the ballpark. Where are you on the home run derby? Uh, well, I assume the people who are upset with this are kind of referring to the alleged home run derby curse and that if you take part in the home run derby, you're not going to hit a, another home run the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's some cir- circumstantial evidence in favor of that. You know, Aaron Judge was in the home run derby last year, won it, had a pretty big slump in the second half. Uh, it probably doesn't bode well that that's literally the only example popping into my mind right now of actually happening in real life. Uh, so, um, yeah, the home run derby is another one of those things where I look at it, it's like, you know, I'll take whatever fun I can get out of it because ultimately yeah. it is just, yeah. it's just a show. I mean, yeah. so if you're a believer that, you know, it's going to completely ruin your favorite player for the rest of the season, um, I don't think that there's any real data that backs that up. I think it's, you know, that can happen, and part of the reason that probably does happen is because they usually pick guys who are hitting a lot of home runs in the first half to take part in the home run derby. 
Well, what goes up it generally does go down, so what you could just be seeing is some natural regression. Uh, the actual home run derby itself, probably not the, the destructive force that it has the reputation of being. You know, another guy that jumps out to me is Bobby Abreu, who, well, I had him seemingly every year in fantasy baseball. That's why I remember this well. He was ridiculously good. Well, he wasn't your prototypical 45-year bomber, and he struggled in the second half. But like you said, can, can you point to the reason for it is because he took 45 swings in a home run derby, and that led him to have a slump in the second half? It, it just, well, it feels like one of those arguments that just is without merit. Like Jim said, fun is a good thing. Baseball needs yes. more fun, more th- fun yes. things. What else could they do? We got the home run derby, you know, in the NHL All-Star game. They kind of have a skills competition. Could you do something like that? Um, honestly, I would keep it as home run derby All-Star game. Okay. I think if I was going to change anything, you know, it's a three-day break, right? Mm-hmm. Um, make it a three-day event where on the first day, you have the Futures game. Because right now they play the Futures game, you know, during, like, I think it's on a Sunday, and, like, the rest of the the major leagues are still playing, so nobody ever watches it. That should be, you know, especially in a day and age right now where young talent is such a huge part of the game. Everybody knows who the best prospects are, uh, and, you know, generally it's not unheard of anymore for guys to come up 19, 20, 21 years old and just hit the ground running. These are legitimate you know, players who know what they're doing out there, they should be on display for the world to see. Whether it's, you know, the day before the Home Run Derby, or maybe you do the Home Run Derby, the All-Star Game, and then wrap up with the Futures Game, put it front and center where everybody can see it, because, you know, those guys are legit now. They're no longer some scrawny kids who are trying to build themselves in the major leaguers. They're legit ball players, and it'd be fun to watch them, and I think they deserve a bigger stage. All right, let me follow up then with something where we could make it fun. Now that it, it it doesn't mean anything again, I loved it when they had a microphone out on a certain right fielder, and he was doing the interview, and then he went and fielded a fly ball. You'll remember that. Could they put microphones on a couple of different guys and just kind of go to them every once in a while while we're in between pitches? Would that be? Would that kind of brighten it up a little bit? Yeah, I, you're talking about Mookie Betts, right? That was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I think the trick would be you have to actually put it, the microphones on guys who actually have personalities. <laughs> with yes, all, yes. With all due, with all, with all due respect to Mike Trout, he's kind of a, a plank of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to put it like, yeah, like George Springer, I think, also had a microphone at some point last year. He's a good, colorful yeah. guy. Um, I'd love to see it on like a Javier Baez. Uh, Bryce Harper can be uh, a joy to be Well, he sometimes. was Mike. A couple of years ago, they did Mike Bryce Harper. So that's the guy that I was referring to was Bryce Harper. Ah, okay. Mookie, I, I know Mookie Betts it might have been like a Sunday night game or something like that. I remember it was something like that. But anyway, yeah, uh, it's a it's a fun idea. It kind of cuts through whatever perceived kind of prestige that might still be there with the All Star Game. It's an exhibition, ex- exhibition. It's meant to show off the brightest stars. You might as well let the brightest stars speak for themselves here and there too. So uh, I got a a simple question that might have a very difficult answer for you, Zach. What is wrong with Bryce Harper? Ugh. 
<laughs> it is a simple question. I like question, that response. But, um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's with him. It's either it, when he's slumping, and there tends to be one of several things that could be going on at any particular time. Uh, there have been times where he's been playing hurt, and he's just not 100, percent and you know he slumps, and that that happens. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case this year. Uh, there have also been times where he's just not being pitched to, but he is either taking his walks or trying to do too much. Um, you're probably seeing some of that right now, where it's just he's it just he's not he's been unable to get in the groove because of the way he's being pitched, and just he's yet to figure out a way around it. Um, but that those these are just theories. I mean, I look at it it's like I shrug my shoulders because this guy is so much more talented than this. I guess it's a good thing that the power and the walks are there, but uh, the consistency in between the power and the walks, uh, not so much. And it's frustrating when you have a guy that talented who can't seem to you know, get it together day in, day out. Do you have any advice for Major League Baseball, how they can promote their stars any better than they do? Look, I know it's a different game than football and basketball, and you're a star if you can hit a baseball fair away from a defender three times out of ten. I understand that, but... It just seems that the promotion of the game just is not on the same level. It's a difficult balance or challenge for Major League Baseball. Um, you know, if the NBA says, come watch Stephen Curry, come watch LeBron James, you can turn on a Warriors or Lakers game, I guess, now. And you're going to see them on the court the entire game and, you know, making a difference in every single possession. Basically, baseball tells you to come out and watch Mike Trout. Um, depending on what inning you, t- you turn the game on, he might be coming up to bat. If he's on defense, the ball might be hit to him. You just don't know. And it could be the entire game goes by and he goes over four with no, you know, no plays in the field. That's kind of, there's no way around that. It is a different challenge than there you see right. in other sports where it's just the time that these guys spend under the actual spotlight is fleeting Zach, how uh, you get around that in this day and age uh where attention spans come and go i'm no expert and, and that's kind of the next uh question i had for you it's speaking of pace of play and and improving that Brent Gardner's been fined. Uh, I saw Adam Jones mention he's been fined uh, a bunch of times throughout his career. Said he said something almost like fifty grand that he's been fined trying to improve the pace of play. How do you get the players to buy in, and especially veteran players that have played this way their whole lives? Sometimes I mean, we're talking thirty years. These guys have been doing it since they were little, and now you're asking them to change. How do you get the players to buy into this initiative? Because for them, their contracts are guaranteed. They don't want to have to change anything of what they do. How do you do that? Um, you need to have some kind of way to prove that playing the game at a faster pace won't actually interrupt how the game is played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, it, the big problem right now, we can talk about mound visits and... Uh, replay and other things that kind of contribute to the length of the game. But I, the, the, the fundamental problem is that it just, there's too much lollygagging in between pitches. I'm looking at the data right now. I looked it up while you were asking your question. Uh, Ten years ago, in 2008, 
there was an average of 21.7 seconds in between pitches. It is now 24 seconds in between pitches. Um, might not sound like much, but if you take those three seconds and multiply them out over, what, 200, 250 pitches per game, that's a long time. Um, and a lot of just dead time. And I would just say to players, like, listen, the game functioned back in 2008 when it was you know, relatively slow. 21.7 seconds in between pitches, that's not fast. <laughs> the game functioned then, and, you know, it functioned for literally 100 years or so before that where the pace of play was even faster. So you have to, I think that's kind of the trick is like you have to convince these guys the game is not going to swallow you whole if you just start to, you know, move a little faster. Mm. Um, either that or just install a pitch clock. <laughs> that's the way. I, I love the pitch clock. We have it here, obviously, with the AAA Iowa Cubs, and you, the first couple times it's a little jolting when you see it, and... After a couple innings, it just is part of the game. The pace is better. The game is better before it. And I think that's what's going to have to be implemented. With that, Zach, we are out of time. Thanks as always. Enjoy the all-star break, and we'll be talking again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. That's Zach Reimer from Bleach Report talking a little Major League Baseball. So, uh, Jimmy B., I was taking a peek here at mm-hmm. base, uh, Fangraphs. Baseball Perspectives also does the same Fangrass, couple of baseball websites, and they have percentage chances of making the playoffs or getting into the playoffs. Right now, according to the projections of Fangrass, the Astros are 100% to make the playoffs. The Red Sox are 100% to make the playoffs. The Yankees are 99.9% to make the playoffs, (laughs) and the Indians are 98.6% to make the playoffs. Even the Mariners, who are the fifth team, would be the final team in they're over 79%. You talk about a boring race. This is bad in the American League. It is. Uh, look, it's the National League has some compelling races in it, which is why we pay maybe more attention to that. Uh, and I'm with you. Uh, look, you got teams in the American that are just steamrolling. And the two teams that you referenced that are in the Northeast, Boston and New York, yes, they're both going to be in without without a factor because there's nobody who can play with them in their, in their respective division at, at all. So from that standpoint, uh, it is boring. I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays are over 15 games out of first place, Trent, and they are 48 and 44. And they're 15 games out as the number three team in the American League East, where you have Boston and New York just dominating. So the Astros and Seattle, Seattle's hanging around. They're four games back right now of Houston. But Houston is just really, really playing well, 7-3 and three in their last 10. So this is a team, the defending world champions. I think people sometimes have a tendency to forget that Houston was that good last year and won the baseball title, and they're just as good again this season and good enough to win it again as well. Well, we got some baseball coming up your way at 6 o'clock tonight. Carlisle in Norwalk on the high school diamonds will bring in the play-by-play here at 6 o'clock. But coming up next, we're getting into Cleveland and the Big Ten. Ken Silverstein stops by next. It's Jimmy B and TC. 
Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net After a hot and humid day, it'll be warm and muggy overnight with a low near 73. It'll be hot again on Thursday with a high topping out near 94. It'll be mostly sunny, then a chance of thunderstorms as we head through the day on Friday. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. It's the Ford Summer Sales Event. And now, while selection is best, it's the best time to buy. With amazing offers across a full lineup of Ford vehicles, now is the time to make summer go right with Ford, America's best-selling brand. Stop by a local Ford store or shop online at buyfordnow.com because there is no better time than right now to get behind the wheel of a new Ford during the Ford Summer Sales Event. summer sales event is here right now get zero percent apr financing for 72 months plus one thousand dollars ford credit bonus cash on a great lineup of ford suvs best-selling claim based on 2017 calendar year sales not all buyers qualify for ford credit financing 72 months at 1389 per month for one thousand finance regardless of down payment not available on expedition for all offers take new retail delivery from authorized ford dealer stock by 73118 see dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for qualifications and details Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
The TNT football camp is back in Central Iowa. Join myself, Tavian Banks. Tavian Banks on the second play from scrimmage. Inside the 20, forget about it. Touchdown, Iowa. Along with Tim Dwight. Superman wears number six, and he plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Touchdown! July 27th and 28th at Valley High School for the TNT football camp. Players ages 7 through 14 will experience football fundamentals taught by the best high school coaches in the Midwest. Find more information at tntcamps.com. Welcome back, everybody. We continue all the way to 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Ken Silverstein, Big Ten Conference Insider, and our go-to guy as well when we have NBA questions. Based in Cleveland, and they are still crying the blues there, Ken. Look, the last time that we had you on the show, I offered up a scenario for the Cleveland Cavaliers, one, to get out of debt, and two, to do what the Philadelphia 76ers did for at least a season, uh, unload contracts and get rid of some high-priced guys. Was there, when I offered up the Kevin Love trade to the Los Angeles Lakers for the one-year deals that the Lakers have signed with guys, was there any credence to that, or do I just suck pond <laughs> No, I... I... Look, I don't think they'd want to do something with the Lakers. Um, one, because I think they, even though they'll never admit to this, they, uh, they, you know, when they made the deal in February of this year and got Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. and so forth, mm-hmm. I think there's some opinions around the country that they may have not won that, um, that trade because it gave the Lakers wiggle room, max room for LeBron and, and maybe somebody down the road. So, Look, I think they're doing a pretty good job of conning people, okay? I I think they're being stupid, okay? I even told one of their guys last night uh, over an adult beverage uh, at an Indians game last night in Cincinnati. Uh, I stumbled upon him, and I said to him, look, I've been doing this a long time. I smell a rat. I know what a rat looks like. A rat's got four legs, or in this case, it's got two legs, Okay. You can con the masses. You ain't conning me. Bottom line is, you got to blow this thing up, okay? Love's going to walk on you in one year from now. He's gone, okay? You know that. I know that. He's not going to come back. So why not trade him now, meaning now, meaning before the season? Don't wait until the trade deadline in February. One, he may get hurt again and diminish his value. Two, you don't have a full season of play. You've missed November, December, January, and the first week or two of February if you wait until the trade deadline. He looks at me and he goes, yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, he throws back at me what they're throwing out there for public uh, consumption. It's a $25 million deal, roughly uh, speaking. So um, I think they need to blow it up. I still think they're going to blow it up. Uh, if they don't, I think they're making a mistake. Because the way I grew up, I'd rather do something one year early than one year late. And if they don't do it this year, I know they're going to do it this time next year because they have all these expiring contracts. Love will walk. J.R. Smith will be jettisoned. George Hill will be jettisoned. And others, Kyle Korver, uh, if he hasn't been dealt prior to that, will be jettisoned because of age, not because of lack of uh, productivity. So the bottom line 
is why not do it now rather than wait 365 days? So I don't know. I've seen stupid moves made by many organizations. To me, this is going to go down as one of the more stupider. I think that's a word. Uh, I wanted to use another word, but it's a family radio station. So the bottom line is it will be El Stupido if they don't do something. So I, I think... I think they're going to trade them, but they keep saying for public consumption, no, we're, we're going full speed ahead. We're going to build around Colin Sexton. We're going to build around Kevin Love. And Okay, that's fine. You know, if you're, if, if you're trying to max out leverage, and I think that's what they're doing, then that's what you need to do. You need to throw it out there for the national pundits to, you know, to um, pontificate on and for the masses, the public, to digest. But at the same time, you're doing just the opposite. You're looking to trade love. You're looking to dump other salaries. You're trying to get younger. Uh, they don't have a first-round draft pick. That's the other issue, which just shows I know they're pulling a con. Here's what, what goes down. They don't have a first-round draft pick right mm-hmm. now. They need a first-round draft pick. You can get a first-round draft pick at least for Kevin Love. And if you trade him to what you think will be a lottery team uh, this time next year, that's even better. So let's assume they can trade love to a lottery team. They tank the season. They finish show in the lottery, I don't know, let's say uh, six. That means they got a first-round pick at number six overall. If they finish 11, 12, 13, 14, or if they make the playoffs, that pick goes to the Atlanta Hawks. Why do you want, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers or any other team in this situation, why would you want to give that pick up when you're trying to rebuild? It makes no sense. So none of this makes any sense other than I think they're lying to the public and I think they're trying to do what I'm asking them to do, which is to blow it up a year early than a year late. But they're not, I'm not in the inner circle. I'm not in Dan Gilbert's ear, the owner, saying, Dan, I think you nearly need to do this. You know, Ken, it's uh, another part of this is the fans and trying to sell them a bill of goods like we we got two pieces that we're excited about. Kevin Love is now the cornerstone of this team. Did I see correctly, though, back, maybe it was in March, that they asked for a three-year commitment for season ticket holders to, to put down, down their deposit? Did I see that right? Yeah, you did. Your peepers were right on 2020. Oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> these guys are bold. I mean, I got a couple of these guys who are pretty good friends, and they have been for a very long time here. But these guys... I, when they do stuff, I look at them and go, you've got to be kidding me. Who do you think you're conning? And, and they'll smile because they know that the public, a certain portion of the public, I shouldn't say all, a certain portion of the public will buy pretty much anything. And, yes, that is the case. Um, look, I think they had a pretty good idea in February and March before the trading deadline that LeBron was going to leave now. Did they know it was going to be the Lakers? I think they had the Lakers in the final couple. I think they probably had Houston and maybe one or two other teams in the mix. So they'll never admit to this. But I think the trades that were made at the deadline were not only short-term moves to save last season, which I guess to some extent it did, but at the same time look at the upcoming season, 18-19, and maybe – if I can get really far down the road, 1920. So, again, it's a con. Um, 
and uh, look, they're not the only organization that does this. Um, I can make an argument that all pro teams, to some extent, do this. They're a little bit more aggressive or out there when it comes to this stuff. They throw us out there, and you just go, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> who, who yeah. is buying this? And who's buying this? I want to meet these people because I can con these folks. But there's a segment of the populace that will buy it. Ken, I'm real curious about the uh, NBA, the G League, and also uh, the Summer League that's going on right now. Real quick, uh, there are some top-name college players that are participating, although Marvin Bagley III now is out. Um, has it generated, do you think, maybe the Summer League more than you have seen it in recent years? Is it just because... The, the 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 players that came out this year and were drafted were all high-profile guys and people around the country recognized who they were. I think it's part of it. I think also they're doing a better job of selling it via the tube. It's on all, it's on all the time. It's like 24-7. Now that's an exaggeration, but ESPN's got it. ESPN2's got it. NBA TV's got it. And so... I admit I'm I'm a junkie. I mean I've I've watched some Cavalier games against Indiana. They played who else? I'm trying to think who else they have played over the last uh, couple of nights. They're two and one here locally. Because I want to see Sexton. I want to see how he looks, and I want to see some other kids that they have on this roster. If anybody's got a shot, I'm making it. So I'm watching a little bit of it. I can't say I've watched every second of it, but I've watched enough that I've watched portions of at least three games with a local team here. But I've also caught a little bit. I watched the Laker game uh, the other night. I looked a little bit at Golden State. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. So, I mean, I'm taking a gander at some of the other stuff. But, um, yeah, it's out there. I think they're doing a better job of selling it. And, you know, again, it's, it's not bad. I mean, there's not, uh, most of these guys are not going to be in the NBA. But your top guys, your top 15, 20 Picks are definitely going to make it, and some second rounders are going to surprise people and make it likewise. You know, uh, the the NBA is twenty four seven three sixty five. They've done a great job of that. The NFL, though, this is this is the lean time of year, unless there's you know something ugly happening like Shady McCoy. This mm. is the quiet yeah. time. It is. Does that matter for the NFL? Do they need to find a way? It's already spread out, and, and you're talking about a sport that goes nine months as opposed to a sport that goes you know, five, six months, a little bit different there. But is there anything the NFL can do to, to even extend their calendar further in your mind? I mean, they could push the draft back a little bit. Um, they've done that over the last few years. I guess they could move it back. I don't think it would hurt anybody particularly. Um, yeah, this is a downtime. Camps open up in about two weeks roughly uh, from today. Guys, perfect segue. 50 days until college football Big Ten teams play, believe nice. it or not. Seven weeks from tomorrow. Not that I'm counting, guys. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be counting. No. Uh, just for those who are bored and need college football real quick. Minnesota, New Mexico State. Oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, hello, P.J. Fleck. And Northwestern Purdue, I am excited about that. That's all coming up on Thursday. August 30th, so seven weeks, or six weeks, seven weeks, excuse me. Seven weeks from tomorrow is the beginning of um, basically college football, and we got to believe, believe it or not, in a, you know, a conference game because you got Northwestern taking on Purdue uh, that first uh, that first night, and that game's in, uh, what, West Lafayette. 
I don't know if the NFL can do anything. I mean, there's going to be, um, they got OTAs, they got mini camps, they're all through that. It's only a couple of weeks where it goes quiet, unless what you're hinting at, Trent, a player or players, Pac-Man Jones, got allegedly into an incident at uh, the airport in Atlanta. The McCoy situation is a mess. I don't know what's going to happen there other than it's pretty ugly or very ugly. At this point, we'll see um, where that thing rolls uh, down the road. So um, it's about a two- to three-week period where the coaches go on vacation. It's all quiet, but basically um, I think everybody starts coming back on the 25th, 26th of July. So what is that? Basically two weeks from today, give or take. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. So, yeah, and everybody, the Hall of Fame game down the road in Canton, Ohio, will be here in, in early August and even though it's not the greatest of exhibition games, not that any of them are very good, or that may be the worst of all of them, but at least it's beginning. And, hey, college football is almost here. You know, look, we're talking 50 days, and and uh, before we know it, uh, uh, what, you got the Big Ten meetings coming up here in another about a week and a half-ish in Chicago, and then um, give or take, depending on when you play, teams will start uh, hitting the practice fields here and. What is today? Today's the 11th. Uh, don't quote me on this because not everybody's starting the exact same days. What, about three weeks from now, roughly, give or take? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Close so enough. We're, I, I mean, I guess that's what close I'm enough. We're getting there. Slowly but surely, yeah. we're getting there. I'm, I'm curious, the, the way that you view this upcoming college football season in, in the Big Ten, is it once again just Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, or is there somebody else in there that you think when you reference Northwestern Purdue, or is there is there anybody aside from the teams that I just referenced that you think could all of a sudden like shock the Big Ten? I think I was got a shot. I really, really do. Look at Wisconsin and look who they got to play. Okay, forget the non-conference. It's a joke. Okay, forget the non-conference. They're gonna blow through these teams like it's nothing. Okay, want them to be competitive. But when you really look at it closely, at who Wisconsin's got to play, particularly in the East, and when and where they got to play them, and how the schedule lays out, meaning back-to-backs and so forth, and you know when are they playing teams, and are they home, are they away, and so forth. If they're going to go 11-1, 12-0, they're going to deserve it. They're going to blow through the non-conference real simple. Okay, That's why I think Iowa's got a shot. Okay, They got a shot because they got quarterback play. They got question marks at linebacker. They got question mark. I'm not sure who the number one running back is going to be until I see it with my own eyes. I want to see somebody really pop at this point. Um, they got line play defensively. You know they're going to have tight end play, and you know – these three-star guys are going to play on the offensive line and play really well because that's just an Iowa thing, okay? So if I was going to do it, this is a good year to do it, okay? Because I don't think Wisconsin can go perfect, okay? I just don't think they can. Um, that, that East schedule that they face is going to be tricky. The question is, can Iowa win 10? Can Iowa win 11? Be conservative. Can they win 10? Maybe, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I'm saying this. If they lose to Iowa State, I know that will just make people cringe because it's a rivalry game. As bad as that would be, it's not a conference game, okay? 
if they lose one conference game, and assuming Wisconsin loses, and I think they will lose at least one conference game, particularly to somebody of the big boys in the East, then all of a sudden that Iowa-Wisconsin uh, game head up, that could be for all the markets. That could be it. Winner of that game very likely is going to win it. So they got to take care of business. Iowa's got a real good shot. If uh, Thorson is ready to go, and I don't know, they say he's going to be ready for the opener at Northwestern. Quarterback play is so important. That was a nasty injury in the bowl game in Nashville when he got uh, when he blew out the knee. If he's okay, and that's a huge if, and they got to replace a running back uh, who's been a stud for the last few years. But Pat does a really good job with those kids. Northwestern could make a little bit of a run, I think. And Purdue, we'll see. Um, Sometimes in year two, you take a step back before you really take a step forward. I know most people are assuming that's not going to happen, but it does happen. So we'll see. I want to see Purdue play a few games uh, before I get too excited. So I think Wisconsin, Iowa, and maybe just maybe Northwestern have a shot. But the East is going to be, oh, my goodness, is the East going to be a killer. Um, Those four teams can play with pretty much – I think they can play with about anybody in the country, guys. I don't know about you. On a given Saturday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, I think you could take one of those four teams home or away, and, yeah, could they lose to Alabama? Yeah, they could lose to Alabama. Um, But they would play very well against Alabama. Um, But other than that, I think they can play pretty much with anybody. Unless you can think of somebody who's really that much better than any one of the big four Assuming Shea Patterson's as good as I think he's going to be at Michigan quarterback play, if I'm right and is as good as I think he will be, then I got Michigan, Michigan State with all those returning starters plus quarterback play. Your favorite in mine, maybe not. L.J. Scott is still on campus. <laughs> Michigan State's going to be there. I know Ohio State's going to be there. And McSorley right now is still the best quarterback in the Big Ten, unproven otherwise. They got a lot of people to replace on offense. Uh, with Penn State, but he's recruiting at a very high level. Only uh, Ohio State is recruiting at a higher level, and it's pretty close right now. So Penn State is going to be really, really good this year. Penn State good, Michigan State good, Michigan good, Ohio State good. You know, the the other team, well, Rutgers in that division, but also you have Indiana and then Maryland. And I, I've heard some rumblings, D.J. Durkin potentially on the hot seat. Don't you have to look at the division and say, the guy went through the season last year without a quarterback. He's down to a linebacker, a four-teamer. Doesn't he need more time in that job? Yeah, he does. He's a pretty good recruiter, too. I I don't know where that's coming from, quite frankly. I think that's stupid by whomever is thinking that. Look, uh, you're right on. I mean, can Maryland consistently be better than the big four in the East? No. No, that's not going to happen in any lifetime. It's just not. Could they do it one year? Yeah, they could possibly do it. I don't think it's going to be this year, but in in the next five to ten, could they do it? I guess they could. The odds are very much against it, but if you want to be optimistic, I I guess you can make that argument. First of all, he's a really good recruiter, Mm -hmm. okay? And when he is losing battles recruiting-wise, he's losing it to Ohio State, Wayne Haskins, uh, who will be the starting quarterback at Ohio State this year. He's a kid from Maryland. He lost that battle. Uh, he lost Chase Young, who's going to be one of the starting defensive ends for Ohio State. The kid's a stud. 
He lost him, but he was in the hunt, and he's winning enough battles. He's losing the five and the high, high four stars, but he's he's winning enough battles where he's in the top. I haven't looked recently, so I could be off here a little bit, give me a little bit of wiggle room. But last time I looked, I thought he was in the top 25, top 30 for sure in 2000 uh, current recruiting season. So, you know, it's not like he's not doing the job there. Yes. Is everyone else ahead of him? Yes. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State are all ahead of him in recruiting players. Yes. And that's not going to change. But I think he's doing a really good job. Um, he's got big money behind him by the apparel company. You know which one I'm talking about without uh, throwing out a free plug for him. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, if he can keep a quarterback upright um, and um, play a little better defense, I can see them being – I can win six, max seven. I'd have to look at their schedule more closely, but I'd say six and six, seven and five. I think that's a pretty good year for Maryland. Rutgers is, at this point, hopeless. And Indiana, um, I like Tom Allen. I think they've improved defensively since Kevin Wilson uh, left, who's now uh, co-offensive coordinator at Ohio State. But – I don't know. I, they they got to score some points, and they got to beat one of the big four somehow, some way. And if they can sneak up and win that cup again, then all of a sudden that five and seven season becomes six and six, or better yet, uh, seven and five. But I don't know if this is the year. These four in the East are really, really good. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I see somewhere a preseason poll? And there's so many of them that maybe I'm mixing one up with the other because there's just so many of them out there, that all four teams in the East, am I correct there, in one poll we're all in the top 11 Mm -hmm. or 12 nationally preseason? Is that correct? Yeah, and and I saw one where, including Wisconsin, you got five of the top 12 teams in the country residing in one conference. The the power of the Big Ten, at least at the highest level, it's going to be really good. It's amazing how this thing, guys, it really is amazing how this thing has turned around over the last couple of years, and it's not its not going away. So your mm-hmm. the SEC fans out there and the Big 12 fans out there, these four of these are not going anywhere, okay? They are, they are major powers who are killing each other recruiting-wise, and then every Saturday when they play each other head-to-head. Wisconsin is going to be consistent. For who knows how many more years, they have that formula. It works. I assume there's going to be now coaching stability. I'd be shocked if he left. Okay, I know others have, but I think he will stay as long as Barry Alvarez is running the show. They're going to be a power. So that's five. So it's up to, and we've said this many times, the Iowas, the Northwesterns, the Purdue's. I think those are the other three teams that have the best shot of joining the party, let's say, uh, sitting at the big boy table with those other five teams and saying, hey, I need a chair to be seats, uh, chair number six or chair number seven, or how about this, how about even chair number eight? Wouldn't that be great? Let's make this conference even deeper, okay? <laughs> right now, I don't think anyone would dispute it's five deep. Let's see this year we can get to six deep and build off of that, and whomever it would be six, Let's get them to be as consistent as the other five. Now, all of a sudden, we're at six, and you catch my drift. Let's then build on from there. So um, 
I think Iowa's got a really good shot. I really, really do. I think it's laid out for them. I know we'll be talking about it over the next umpteenth months as we get into the season and so forth. But when you look at it on paper, I'm not saying 12-0 and 0 because that's, that's a little bit misguided. But if you look at it and go, this is very, very doable. Uh, and if they can beat Wisconsin and then do what they need to do elsewhere and can lose a non-conference game or lose one conference game, as long as they don't lose more than one and beat Wisconsin, I think you could uh, see Iowa back in Indianapolis again. I don't know. Pick one or the other four. Yeah, they're all really good. It's a heavyweight. You make a hell of an argument for any of them. Hey, Ken, out of time for today. Thanks as always. We'll do it again next week. And uh, thanks for your flexibility with us this week. Look forward to it, guys. Have a good week. Ken Silverstein, check again. We're checking out. Quick time out. Back with more in a moment. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right. 
sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts has expertise in parts you need to help keep your car on the road no matter how many miles it has. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The TNT football camp is back in Central Iowa. Join myself, Tavian Banks. Tavian Banks on the second play from scrimmage. Inside the 20, forget about it. Touchdown, Iowa. Along with Tim Dwight. Superman wears number six and he plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Touchdown! July 27th and 28th at Valley High School for the TNT football camp. Players ages 7 through 14 will experience football fundamentals taught by the best high school coaches in the Midwest. Find more information at tntcamps.com. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and DC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, everybody. We get set now to wrap everything up here on a hot Wednesday in the capital city. Trent, look, I, I know you got high school baseball here tonight. Uh, are you going to be okay? Uh, hydrate, buddy. Just hydrate a lot. Hydrate? Does that? Well, I can't have booze at a high school game. So what? No. Water? <laughs> That's yeah. Some sort of energy drink. You got to keep your stamina up. Okay. All right. I guess I'll do that. I'll I'll try that and see how it goes. But yeah, high school baseball tonight should be a good one. Norwalk making their way over to Carlisle to take on the Wildcats. Carlisle ranked number four in the final rankings from the uh, coaches' association in Class Three A. Certainly anticipate we're going to see them down to Principal Park for the state tournament. And, uh, well, we're getting closer and closer to that, Jimmy B. In fact, next weekend, Class 1A will begin Friday and Saturday. And then we get into the busy week. It's going to be a good one. A lot of teams from Central Iowa more than likely going to be there. So looking forward to that. And the high school baseball again tonight, right at 6 o'clock here, just a couple minutes away with Carlisle and Norwalk. Jim, with that, what do you have on the agenda for tonight? Um, I'm just going to probably watch a little baseball and still some of the uh, NBA Summer League stuff. Just I like to keep track of the players. You know me. and uh, But it's nothing heavy this evening. Look, uh, I'm not excited now about the World Cup final for the weekend. 
France, Croatia, doesn't really blow my skirt up, but what can you say? Uh, it's just, you know, it's that time of the year, Trent, where it's pretty dull from a uh, television sports standpoint. So you're not into it, not excited about the weekend. Well, enjoy what's an extended weekend for you. It's a four-day weekend, Jimmy B. Though we'll have programs on here, it'll be a couple of best ofs. We got Phil Steele, who we had on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Alex Halstead from earlier in the week. Adam Rittenberg, uh, when we had a chance to talk with Jordan Bohannon. We got a lot of stuff here in the works the next couple of days as I'm making my way to San Fran. So is there a must place? Is, is there one place I got to go when I make my way to San Fran? If you've uh, never been to the uh, to the Bay Area, you need to take the trip to Alcatraz just because it is so famous. I can't. You need to do that. I can't. You can't? No. Try to get tickets sold out through the rest of the summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Can well, pull go down to the... For me? Well, uh, let me make a couple calls here. <laughs> I, I've got, I've got, I've got one of the boat drivers on speed dial okay. here. Right. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> well, you enjoy your weekend, Jimmy B. We will talk to you on Monday, okay? Got it, partner. And you have a great time. And we will talk to everybody Monday, bright and early, once again, four o'clock in the afternoon, right here on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at ChristophersRareCoins.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at WolfConstruction.net. That's WolfConstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. 
Hi, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, an Italian food specialty store located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. I would like to thank you for making Graziano Brothers a Southside tradition since 1912. We are so proud to offer the best homemade Italian sausage. The Graziano recipe is based on the flavors my grandfather Francesco and my great uncle Luigi remembered as children growing up in Italy. 106 years and three generations later, the tradition remains. Our family recipe is made from top quality pork and secret Italian seasonings using no artificial preservatives. If you can't get to Graziano's today, stop by Hy-Vee, Fairway, Price Chopper, Cash Saver, Brick Street Market, or Save-A-Lot and pick up a pack or two in the meat department. Try replacing ground beef or pork with Graziano's Italian sausage in your favorite dishes. It's sure to add a wonderful kick to your meals. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to good taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid a smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kid makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Pour one more beer for me Exile needs quality So savagely Best beer in all the land Brewed with a loving hand From bottle, keg, or can Exile Brewing E-X-I-L-E For me E-X-I-L-E Let's drink Crack open a Ruthie today Enjoy your exile When you hear washer systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. 